Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, The Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at The Fellow KGB. And today we're going to be doing a mock draft here. I'm going to be using uh, Fantasy Pros Draft a Wizard. This is going to be a simulation mock, but I like it because it's, you know, it's, it's really quick. Um, you don't always need, you know, real competition when you're drafting. Sometimes I like to just try out an idea or maybe something different that I haven't done before. And so I'll try it out in one of these simulated mocks. So uh, if you just t- if you just Google draft wizard or you go to fantasypros.com, you'll be able to find it there. And what's cool is they have all of these uh, different buttons and tabs you can hit to customize to your liking. liking. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and check PPR for my scoring. We're just going to keep it snake. Um, you can even choose your op- opponent pick logic. So there's basic or advanced. I think for the advanced, you can pay to upgrade and, and have some of these other features, but we'll keep it basic PPR for now. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to snag the 11th spot here. I think my other video, I did the 12th spot, so I'll keep working my way down the board and then you can actually enter in how many positions you pick. So, uh, for me, I think I'm going to make this one a super flex just cause it's a little bit more fun for me. And uh, how I do my Superflex rosters is I do two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, and then uh, I'm going to throw in uh, two flexes here. So that's a total of nine starters. Uh, bench, I'm going to do seven bench. Uh, I'll do zero kicker and zero defense. So all the juicy positions. And then all you got to do is just uh, once you have all that information filled, you just hit uh, start your draft and it'll go ahead and it'll start to it'll get us in a lobby here. So just a second while it's loading and uh, just take a tour. No, thanks. Uh, so it, it's starting to automatically go. And uh, I guess you can see all the picks here. So, of course, Saquon Barkley, uh, Christian McCaffrey, number one, Barkley, two, Thomas, three, Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. So, again, this is, uh, this is super flex. So, of course, you're going to see uh, quarterbacks pushed up a little bit. And then I got all of my players that I can select over here on the left. Um, and I think I'm going to be waiting on, yeah, in this draft, we're going to wait on quarterbacks. So I think, I mean, Derrick Henry's our best running back available. You can filter here by running back. Uh, so it's telling me Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. They're telling me that all of these guys are the best available. Uh, so we're just going to go ahead here. I guess look at the receivers real quick. I like Julio. I like Ty- Tyreek Hill. Uh, I might be interested in Tyreek Hill. But we're going to have a pick here, and then there's going to be two simulated picks. So let's go ahead here and just lock in the best running back on the of the group here in Derrick Henry. So we got our RB1 in place here. And then I think I'm going to probably double back with a running back. Okay, so we missed out on DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill. I'm interested in Julio Jones here, but I kind of want like a PPR-style running back. So we're going to go ahead. And uh, we're just going to take Miles Sanders here. So I think this is a really good compliment uh, to Derrick Henry. Uh, he, we know Miles Sanders has been involved in the running game, and he's going to get a ton of passes thrown his way. So let's look at how he finished last year. Uh, PPR. So Miles Sanders last year is RB15. He caught 50 passes, 509 yards, and three touchdowns. So we know Derrick Henry's not going to get us that passing volume, but at least Miles Sanders will be able to chip in and uh, provide us some really big weeks uh, there. I guess if you just look at his um, his fantasy points per game, you know, once Jordan Howard got hurt last year, we see Sanders start to get, you know, double-digit carries, sometimes over 20 touches a game. Um, so a lot of good numbers here for, for Sanders at the end of the year. 
and they haven't signed any running back here there yet. They still have Boston Scott. I think they did bring in uh, Corey Clement, uh, but that's not really going to worry me. So, anyways, we're off to a double running back start. Um, we're up to pick here again, and uh, I guess it's telling me best available running backs are Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I don't know. We'll see here. Let's take a look at the receivers. Best available receivers are Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Moore, Odell, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Okay, so I think that's where all the value is lying for me. We're seeing a bunch of the quarterbacks go off the board. It looks like we have six quarterbacks off the board so far. So I'm going to continue to wait there. I think I can get some of these guys down here to make it work. Uh, and then tight ends, just the two main tight ends off the board. So we're going to go here and select our favorite receiver. I'm going to select DJ Moore here. And we just locked in a ton of uh, PPR points with DJ Moore. Again, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be his quarterback this year. And DJ Moore in a PPR league was wide receiver was wide receiver 15 last year. So really good, really good season. The touchdowns haven't been there. He's only got six career touchdowns. So I'd be willing to bet that he gets more than four this year, which is why I like him a little bit more. And then he also only played 15 games. So he missed a game last year. And it looks like this was the game, you know, that he got hurt and didn't play week 17. But um, anyways, 1,175 yards, four touchdowns, 87 catches. He's got the ability to, to beat all those numbers this year with Teddy Bridgewater, I think. So playing last year with Kyle Allen for most of the season. Uh, I think DJ Moore's got uh, a bright 2020 season ahead of him. So it looks like uh, the guy at the turn took Odell and Zach Ertz, which means we get to take, man, this is tough. I like Adam Thielen. I like Juju. Uh, we're going to ignore running backs. I do like Chris Carson, Melvin Gordon, and Le'Veon Bell, even James Conner. But I think the receiver value here is pretty nuts. Um, if you look at my, let's look at my 2020 projections real quick. Uh, for wide receiver, I have DJ Moore at wide receiver eight. I have Adam Thielen at wide receiver six. Uh, so those are the two highest receivers on my board. I did have Robert Woods really high up there, uh, but I'm going to follow my board and take Adam Thielen. I mean, there's really no competition for him in targets. He's going to be the clear number one uh, receiving target there. So I like everything about Adam Thielen this year. He's got opportunities for career highs across the board. And uh, he was just really dinged up last year. I couldn't get anything going. So I think a lot of people are going to be down on him, but uh, all of my numbers and projections came out really strong for Adam Thielen this year. So uh, here we are. We are up in the fifth round. I want to see if I can change the view here. Uh, we can we can view by draft board here. Maybe this is a little bit better for you guys. Uh, as we see here, we have five, uh, the fifth round pick 11. And uh, let's just filter through all the quarterbacks. So Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers are the best available. Again, I think I'm going to run this to the empty tank. And we'll see what a basically a zero QB strategy looks like in Superflex just for fun. But uh, best available running backs, James Conner, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Ingram, David Montgomery, uh, Devin Singletary, Raheem Mostert. James, James Conner sticks out to me as the guy that I need to have. And as far as receivers, I really want Terry McLaurin on my team, uh, Darren Waller, Evan Ingram. Uh, we're going to go ahead here and lock in our third starting running back, uh, and that is James Conner. So all of a sudden we have, you know, our two running backs locked in. We have our two starting receivers locked in. So I have two more flex spots to fill. So I just plugged in James Conner to one of those flexes. And now we get to, I'm going to, I'm going to avoid tight ending quarterback. And we're looking at receiver here. I like DJ Chark. I like Terry McLaurin. And then all these guys, I mean, I like Gallup. I like Marquise Brown, Marvin Jones. 
but the upside of Terry McLaurin, I think is the greatest of the group right now. He's the clear number one on that team. And he had such a good rookie season that he doesn't, I don't know. I don't think he's getting enough hype at the moment right now. A lot of people are, are nervous about Dwayne Haskins, but if you look at what Terry McLaurin did at the end of his season with like when Dwayne went, like took over, that's when the numbers started to get a little bit more consistent. So there was like a little bit of, of you know, turbulence here in the middle of the season for Terry, but down the stretch, you know, 12.2, a 2.8, whatever, but a 15.7, a 24.0 and a 15.6. These are really strong games uh, for the young rookie receiver here. <clears throat> Again, uh, only 24 years old, 919 yards and seven touchdowns in his first full season, 58 catches. And he's automatically the clear number one on this depth chart. So he's going to get the target share that I really like. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and slam dunk that pick. So we got our, we basically have our, if you look at my roster real quick here in the upper left, we have all of our flexes filled out. We need a starting tight end, a starting quarterback, and a super flex option. Um, so I, I think that's where we're going to start to look and pivot here now. So let's go ahead and look here at quarterback. We got Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Ben Roethlisberger, Ryan Tannehill, Jared Goff, and Cam Newton. Maybe one of these guys out of this tier would be a good move here. Uh, running backs, Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, James White. Uh, I want to take I want to take Kareem Hunt. Uh, Will Fuller, best receiver available. It doesn't look like these receivers are must-have at the moment for me. So I'm okay with not taking a receiver here. And then tight ends, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby. I think I'm okay with ignoring that for now and maybe getting one of these guys in this tier three here. So the players that stuck out, um, I mean, I like Daniel Jones. He's got some upside, especially with the rushing upside. Um, but I think at the moment right now, I, I have to take uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, so again, I'm just loading up my running backs here. We got four really good ones now. Uh, we see DeAndre Swift and Daniel Jones go. And I kind of want to take one more running back here in Cam Akers just because I think that could be uh, a really good volume play there. Um, but like I said, we already got four running backs. I don't know if we're going to need more than that. We got four really good ones. So um, <clears throat> passing on Cam Akers, I don't know if that is a good move or not. Uh, but again, none of these receivers are popping out to me as must-own. Same with the tight ends. So I think I have to pivot here and go to quarterback. Uh, but even then, I'm not – I don't – in a super flex, I wouldn't be upset if my quarterbacks were Joe Burrow and Phillip Rivers or Joe Burrow and Gardner Minshew. I think I want to target Joe Burrow, and we'll see where he falls next. Then I think I'm okay with totally snagging some of these guys in the back here. So we're going to do it. We're going to take Cam Akers, Los Angeles Rams running back. And if we just look at my projections real quick, uh, I have Cam Akers coming out as RB26. And I don't feel like I have enough numbers given to him yet. I think he's going to you know, be the clear main running back there. He can do all the passing down work, too, that they need. I don't really think they're sold on Daryl Henderson anymore. So I would imagine that uh, Cam Akers is going to get as much opportunity as he can right away. Uh, and then, like I said, he's probably the best pass catching back there on that team. So uh, running back, we are pretty much complete. We got five really good studs. Receivers, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, and Terry McLaurin. I really like that. Uh, it's not, I mean, we got eight picks invested in the flex, and we only have to start six. So every week we get to pick six of these guys. I think that's, that feels really good. So now we can begin our focus on quarterbacks and tight ends. So for now, I'm going to go ahead and snag 
Now let's look at the tight ends real quick. Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby. I mean, I'm a fan of Jared Cook, Hayden Hurst, Jasicki, Hawkinson fans. Like all of these guys, basically this whole tier is where I like for tight end. So I'm going to go ahead here and snag Jared Goff. I don't, I don't even know if I want to do that. Snag Jared Goff. I still like all, like look at all this running back uh, value here. There's a lot of good backs here. Wide receiver. I do like Jamison Crowder. I like Emmanuel Sanders, CeeDee Lamb. Golden Tate, Preston Williams. Uh, there's a lot of good receivers on the board here. I was looking for Sterling Shepard. He was a guy that I was kind of thinking about earlier, but I think he got, got, got. So yeah, Sterling Shepard's gone. So a lot of, you start to see, look at all the orange on the board here. So we're starting to fade on the receivers. Um, so do I want a receiver here? Do I want to take my Jared Goff? Uh, see, I'm Jerry Goff doesn't excite me as a quarterback. I think I can, I think I can still wait and get two of these guys at the turn, uh, the next time around. And then what about tight end here? Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby. Uh, I think we can wait on tight end too. Um, so maybe a receiver is the best move here. Uh, it's tough between Jamison Crowder for me and Emmanuel Sanders. So I'm just going to defer to my projections. Uh, it looks like Jamison Crowder, wide receiver 30. Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver, 38. Uh, we're going to go with Jamison Crowder here. I think he's going to be a good uh, PPR guy. He's someone that we can keep on our bench in case of emergency. Uh, we know if anything happens to one of the guys, I think I feel safe enough uh, putting Jamison in there. And last year, Jamison Crowder was wide receiver, 26, which is pretty impressive. 78 receptions, 833 yards, and six touchdowns. Um, I mean, he had some, some volatile weeks here and there, but he finished strong. Um, looks like more games over double digits than not. So uh, I like Jamison Crowder there as a guy on my bench. I don't mind that pick there. Um, looking at the – so we're, we're four wide receivers deep. Uh, looks like four, five uh, running backs deep. And now you see Jared Goff, Ronald Jones go. So now we can take a quarterback here. Let's just take Cam Newton. No, maybe, maybe take Cam Newton. Uh, tight ends, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby. Uh, we should probably just snag one of our quarterbacks. So I'm going to do something a little unconventional here. We're going to look at my quarterback rankings. I haven't inputted uh, Cam Newton to these yet, but I do have Joe Burrow here as my quarterback 14. Uh, so I also have Gardner Minshew pretty high up there. So I'm really into these guys. I think they have a lot of upside. They're going to be on losing teams. So I think that can be something that uh, that we benefit from. Uh, but it looks like I missed did I, uh, I did miss Joe Burrow, unfortunately. So uh, at this point, I'm taking uh, Gardner Minshew to be my starting quarterback one. So uh, let's let's look at Gardner Minshew's 20, 2019 season. Uh, on a points-per-game basis, he averaged about 20 points per game. Actually, let's filter that to ESPN. ESPN on this site, it's four-point passing touchdowns, negative two for uh, interceptions. So on a points-per-game basis, I mean, he averaged 16 points per game. He only had three really bad games out of this group. One of them was to New Orleans, which was could be expected. Um, uh, 7.8 against Houston and an 8.7 against Tampa Bay. It's not terrible, but for the most part, you know, he's got these abilities to get you know, 18, 19, 20-plus points. So I like Gardner Minshew's upside. And then if you gave him the full season of stats, I mean, he threw 21 touchdowns, six picks last year, uh, 3,271 yards. I think Gardner Minshew's got some good, some really good upside this year. Uh, I wanted to see where he finished last year. 
I mean, he was quarterback 21, and that's not counting two games. So, I mean, say you added 35 points to that, that's going to put him up here around quarterback 16. Uh, so I like I like Gardner Minshew as my quarterback. So we see Cam Newton, Jimmy Garoppolo, Philip Rivers come off the board. Uh, I do need another quarterback, so I'm going to go ahead and just snag Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater ended up really high in my rankings too. I guess he was uh, quarterback number 20 here for me. So again, I'm I'm getting two quarterback twos, which is is perfect. I might grab one more guy here. Uh, I'm into like Derek Carr, Philip Rivers, even Sam Darnold. Uh, it's always a good idea to have three quarterbacks in a super flex league. And if you look here, all these tight ends, no one's buying tight ends. So I might be able to wait on tight end here. Otherwise, I'll just grab my favorite one. Uh, we are up to pick. And here, I'm going to move this up. Um, yeah, we'll just move that up. And it looks like Sony Michelle, Derek Carr went. We have Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater. And I guess the best available quarterback remaining, Sam Darnold, Dwayne Haskins. These are the last two main starters. So who's higher on my rankings? Dwayne Haskins and Sam Darnold. I got Dwayne Haskins, our uh, quarterback 29, and Sam Darnold, quarterback 24. So we're going to take Sam Darnold, and we're going to see what happens with the tight ends when we come around. So our whole roster is pretty much full except for the tight end spot. So I like this. Uh, it's going pretty well so far for us. And we see a couple tight ends come off the board. I really wanted Jared Cook. Uh, Jusecki goes off the board. Hooper goes off the board. So let's see who we're working with for tight end. Although I shouldn't ignore looking at receiver and other positions while we do this either. Uh, anyone sticking out here? I like Randall Cobb. Maybe Randall Cobb's a guy that we take later. Um, but none of these other receivers are really sticking out to me. Again, we got tons of running backs. Uh, a guy like Boston Scott interests me, though, especially since we have um, Miles Sanders on our team. He might be a guy that, that makes me want to take him. Uh, but we're going to take Hayden Hurst here. Even Tyler Higby at this point in the draft is really reasonable. Uh, I don't think Higby's going to go this late in a, in a, in a typical draft. Uh, he seems to be a top 10 pick for the most part. So I think with this, with this one, I'm going to take Hayden Hurst. Uh, Atlanta Falcons tight end. We all know what Austin Hooper's been able to do in that offense for a while. And I don't really see much of a drop-off from Austin Hooper to Hayden Hurst. They're basically like the same athletic type player for me. Uh, so I think Hayden Hurst is walking into a ton of volume. And uh, if I can remember correctly, Austin Hooper's never scored more than six touchdowns or so in a season. Uh, so I, Hayden Hurst has the ability to catch four or six touchdowns uh, at least. And then he's going to have, you know, probably somewhere in the 60s for, for receptions, maybe 600 to 700 receiving yards. Uh, so I like the volume there. I'm not too worried about him being in a new spot. Um, he should be okay there. He's one of the older tight ends. Uh, from his draft class. So I think he's okay. We do see Tony Pollard and Boston Scott get snagged here. Uh, I'm super interested. I'm going to play the game and see if we get Blake Jarwin on the turn. We do have one tight end locked in, uh, but I did mention, I kind of wanted to grab a wide receiver here. I like Hunter Renfro. Uh, let me show you what Hunter Renfro did at the end of last year. I know they added Henry Ruggs. They added Brian Edwards and, you know, Darren Waller is still there. But at the end of last year, uh, Hunter Renfro didn't even finish top 50. But here we go. Hunter Renfro, wide receiver 54 last year. He did miss three games, but he averaged 10.3 PPR points per game. And then if you look down here at the end of the year, basically from week eight on, this guy was a fantasy wide receiver three at least. You know, 18.8 .8 
So Hunter Renfro, man, I know Tyrell Williams and Henry Ruggs are above him on the depth chart, but they're not slot receivers. Hunter Renfro is going to stay in that slot role, and uh, he showed a a pretty good ability with Derek Carr rookie year. So I think I'm going to just snag. I mean, we got our three stud receivers with with DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, and Terry McLaurin, and now we're kind of just adding in um, some slot, you know, slot fillers just to, you know, basically insurance – or if anything happens or for the bye week, I feel pretty comfortable that Jamison Crowder or Hunter Hen- Hunter Renfro can get us 10 to 12 points. So I like that. And again, now we are up here on the turn. Looks like we did not miss any of our tight ends. So that's really good for us. I'm going to go ahead. I'm surprised Tyler Higby's still on the board. I don't even want to take him because he should be gone. Uh, so I'm going to take my guy, Blake Jarwin. If you've been listening to my content or reading any of my stuff this year, you know that Blake Jarwin's probably my favorite pick. Uh, for tight ends this year and uh, I know a lot of people are not excited about the volume in Dallas you know they have Amari Cooper Michael Gallup C.D. Lamb Ezekiel Elliott but uh, they have a lot of targets available almost 600 targets so you know Gallup and uh, Amari Cooper are going to command the majority of those touches and C.D. Lamb's going to get you know 80 to 100 targets so how much does that really leave for a guy like Blake Jarwin but Jason Witten and Randall Cobb are both gone. Uh, if we look at the numbers from last year real quick, I can't remember the exact number, but with Randall Cobb and Jason Witten both leaving here, that is 83 and 83 targets. That's 166 targets up for grabs. Uh, so some of those are going to go to CeeDee Lamb. Some, the majority of those are going to probably go to Blake Jarwin. And then some might even go to more to Cooper and Gallup. Uh, but when you factor in that Blake Jarwin already had 41 targets last year, say we just give uh, an extra – so of these, of these 166 targets up for grabs, say we give Jarwin an extra 45. That puts him at about 86 targets for the year. Uh, that's you know, going to put him in the, in the 60s almost for receptions. And at 11.8 yards, I think that's going to be a pretty good season for him. So um, my projections came out as 62 catches, 85 targets, 745 yards, 12 12 yards of catch, and five touchdowns, which I think he came out to like my tight end eight. Uh, So Jarwin, I get that there's a lot of volume, but when I broke it down, I don't think he's missing much. So my tight end eight here, and I feel like this five touchdown number is really low for him. I could see him in the six, you know, seven, eight, eight touchdown range. Uh, so Blake Jarwin's my favorite tight end to get. And then I guess with this last pick, uh, I'm going to just kind of scan the system here and see what else is I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, but our super flex lineup is pretty set. Uh, we got Gardner Minshew and Teddy Bridgewater as our starting quarterbacks. Our, our running backs are Derek Henry, Miles Sanders, uh, James Conner, Kareem Hunt, Cam Akers. That's a fantastic group. I'm really happy with that running back group. It's super deep and it's got a lot of versatility to it. Uh, the receiving group is DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Terry McLaurin, Jamison Crowder, and Hunter Renfro. <clears throat> Again, that's a pretty diverse uh, group of receivers. I think we got everything kind of covered there. And then at tight end here, uh, Blake Jarwin and Hayden Hurst. I like both those guys. They do have the same bye week. I just realized that now. So maybe that's not a good move uh, to pair those guys in the regular season. But uh, we do have one more pick here. I'm just going to kind of scan the area and see what's best available. We don't need one of these backup quarterbacks. Uh, The running back room, no one's really sticking out here to me. 
What about the receivers? Sometimes those are my favorite picks. A guy like Alan Lazard is one of my last picks. I don't mind that. James Washington, he actually led the Steelers in receiving yards last year. I could see him having a nice year. I did mention that I did like uh, Randall Cobb a lot uh, in Houston. Um, that might be the way to move here. Otherwise, there's look at all these tight ends. This is kind of my, my mind's kind of blown. Uh, I could see a guy like Eric Ebron, Ian Thomas, <clears throat> John o. Smith even. Uh, so this is kind of weird seeing all these tight ends uh, available. Uh, but I'm going to finish strong here with uh, Randall Cobb. And he, I mean, he's got the ability to lead that team in receptions. If you think about Brandon Cooks and um, Will Fuller, those guys are all kind of deep vertical players. And I think Randall Cobb's going to walk into a bunch of the short intermediate work. So I like Randall Cobb there as one of the last picks. Uh, again, we ended up with like three slot receivers on our bench with Randall Cobb. Hunter Renfro and Jameson Crowder. So those guys are all, I mean, we're not relying on them to, to get 20 points in a game. We just need 10 to 12, you know, over a bye week or something. So uh, what's cool is I'll give you a draft grade here at the end. Again, you can upgrade and stuff <clears throat> and get a different tier. Um, but I just wanted to kind of show you guys <clears throat> how to use the draft wizard simulator. And uh, I mean, if you wanted to do another, another draft, you can totally do that. You can go back to draft settings here. And you can do it all again. You can set up everything and knock it all down and do different stuff. You can even use uh, different pre-draft rankings from Yahoo, ESPN, NFL.com. Um, <clears throat> a lot of different stuff here. So it's pretty cool. But I think for the most part, they average the draft position between, yeah, between ESPN, Fantrax, a couple other places. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening to the video. If you're listening on any of the podcasting platforms, I highly recommend checking us out on YouTube. That's where I do all the screen shares with this. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and comment the video, uh, subscribe to the channel as we try to grow this thing. And uh, yeah, that is my PPR mock draft from spot 11. Thank you so much for your time and uh, we'll see you in another video. Peace.